got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. <laughs> You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Hit it. No fancy. No, no like fancy. Okay. We're switching it up. I got to key. I got to snap off the curveballs. You, you don't know well, what to expect. Well, I was sitting on the curveball that time. Yeah. So well, it's, it's been a week for all of you, and it's been about two slices of pizza for Ray and I. Yeah. Uh, episode forty-four, the second half of the wedding episode. Um, quick birthday shout out. Kristen's birthday, the 25th, Wednesday. Hello. That's all the birthdays of the pods. So the wife of the pod, she gets a shout out. It's all the ones that, it, that, that matter. Uh, it's been, I've been here for three hours and we've recorded one hour. Well, <laughs> uh, we got a lot done. So if you didn't listen to part one, go listen to part one. This is part two. Uh, episode 43, for those of you keeping track at home. Yeah, for going back one. Uh, Friday, we went to the Hockey Hall of Fame, and we <laughs> fucking... Right I'm, Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling. We're good to go. I got pizza. We got Domino's. We're good to go. I'm fueled up. Yeah, so, so we're, we're getting back into the wedding. This is the Friday. We went to the Hockey Hall of Fame, which was an hour from our hotel. No big deal, whatever. We walk in, and this fucking dumb old guy goes, hey... You guys, Leafs fans or Canadians fans? You're big. Like, you're big fan of old people, yeah. I'm out on old people. I can do without old people. Do you ask him how, how much change he travels with? No, I'm sure he doesn't travel. This guy did not look like he traveled. Not a tra- not a traveler. Uh, so he's like, "Are you guys Leafs fans or Canadians fans?" And I was like, uh, "Try Hawks, Hawks fans." And he's like, "Ah, uh, ah, uh, damn it!" <laughs> you, she, like, do, 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 yeah. you short circuited his brain. <laughs> he's like what? It's like, they, they let someone who's not a Leafs fan or a Canadians fan into Canada. Yes. So that's why he's like, what? I'm like, my my wife is a Leafs fan, and I wanted to rip on her for it with other Leafs fans. And I'm a Bruins fan, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, when the Hawks beat you guys in the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm like, it was on my birthday. And then I went to the casino with Mikey, by the way, um, oh. and won a shitload of money. So happy birthday, Ray. And the Hawks won. And... Well, so Mikey texted me because it was my birthday, and he was like, hey, uh, the Hawks just won. Do you want to go to Rivers? And I was talking to Chris, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you want to go to Rivers? And she's like, what's well, your birthday? We do whatever you want. I'm like, all right, let's go. So we go. We meet Mikey, and we get there, and I was telling Kristen, because she used to work at a bar there, I was like, you should text one of your friends and see like if she's off work soon, and like maybe she could meet you there, because like, I don't know how long. We're either going to be here for five minutes or five hours. Well, we There's were, no in-between. We were there for five hours. <laughs> um, so her friend met her there like two minutes later, and Mikey and I hop on the craps table, and we're literally on it for, like I think, three hours was the count. Also... Wes Craven's birthday, I went to Rivers with him and Mikey, and obviously I wasn't gambling, but I was people watching, until Craven cleaned up on the craps table, and then we went and played roulette, and he just gave me like 300 bucks, he's like, here, do something stupid with this, (laughs) and I won like, I don't know, 2400 bucks, and then I was like, here you go, Craven, happy birthday, it was your money to start off with. What number was it? 
It was I. It was odd, dude. I was Everything. wasted. It was all over the place. Well, so Chris and her friend like kept coming up to the table, and I kept. I was like, "Here is twenty five dollars in chips. Go cash it over there and go buy a drink or whatever." Because like we're gonna be here for a little bit longer. And like that's like it, one drink at first. Just it just kept happening. I'm like, "Here, like we need to stay here." She's like, "All right, whatever. That's fine." And eighteen hundred dollars later, we were walking out winners. Zing. I think that was like the last time I've won a substantial amount of money at Rivers. Yeah, I think you lost pretty quickly after the Monster Jam. When <laughs> Which we went with Heike, it might go. Are we going to the Shout Monster Jam? Shout out to US number one. Are we going to the Monster Jam this weekend? Oh, no. Absolutely not. We're not going to the Monster no, Jam? We're not. The, are you talking this weekend well, in this podcast episode or this yeah, coming weekend? in this podcast episode. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know yet. Okay. So Remains to be seen. I thought you meant it was like this coming weekend. And I was like, um, no. Well, if we can go to the Monster Jam, we can get a new sponsor. K. Hank Fab. Oh, so we have to take him to this. Gotcha. That, okay. was, that, was, that was the deal? Yeah, the deal. We okay. take him to the Monster Jam and then he'll sponsor the podcast. I gotcha. So have you been to the Hockey Hall of Fame? No. It is, like, the most confusing Hall of Fame ever. Like, you walk in, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, display cases and stuff, and they just have, like, a random collection of shit in every thing. It's, there's not, like, any like one semblance guy's, of order. One guy's stick, one guy's jersey, one guy's helmet, a puck, uh, a guy's glove, skates, whatever, like, different people. And so, like, in the corner, they tell you, like, whose shit it is, and so you can look up and see, like, whose is where. But, like, it's such a random collection of stuff. And then it's, like, it's like a spider. Like, you have the center location, and then it splits off into, like, different locations. So we were just kind of, like what do we do here? And the guy's like, oh, just walk around. Or like, uh, so how, like, there's no, like, how is everything arranged? Is there any order to it? They have like the rotating centerpiece, like in the center, like this year, it was Wayne Gretzky and Gordie Howe. And so they had like all of their stuff in the center, but like the display cases, like everywhere else around are just like random shit. And then you go into like the international section and then like the goalie section and then like, just like other shit. Mm. That seems kind of like an interesting way to set it up. It was, I mean, it was an interesting, like it was fun and cool to go through, but like it did, like there's no like map and there's no like start here and end here. It's just like walk around and do whatever you want. Did did they have the, uh, the lucky loony from, was it 2000? They did. The one that was in the Winter ice. Olympics? Yeah. yeah. The one, they did have Weren't that. both the men and women's Canadian team won gold that year? Yeah. Because when what, that Canadian dude did the ice and put the loony in center ice? Correct. That yeah. was that was in one of the cases. Brian was like, why is there a loot or toonie? I think is what they call it in there. And we were reading it, and that's why it was in there. Oh, you could have just asked me. Asked Dr. PJ. Uh, but they did have a collection of like hockey masks and stuff, and they had Keanu Reeves' mask from Youngblood, which was a Yes. Edition. They had like a whole movie. Fan favorite. They had like a whole movie section of like anyone who wore skates, whether it be hockey or not, was like in this case. How many of the Mighty Ducks were in there? They had the jersey in there. Do they have a Dean Youngblood jersey? Uh, no, they just, they had the mask and then they had like the DVD of Youngblood. That like shitty blue and silver case? With, um, it's Rob Lowe and then the chick are on the cover. And... Oh, uh, Patrick Swayze. P. Swayze. Yeah. 
Uh, they did have respect where respect is due. <laughs> they did have a goalie simulator where like you stand in front of the net and then it shoots pucks at you from like eight different holes. Like someone's on a breakaway and it's like eight different holes. And Brian and I were watching this guy do it and it looked pretty easy. And then we went to go do it and it was very hard. It's not like the simulation. So the guy was like, do you want it easy or hard? And I was like, uh, it's easy, Bitch, please. please. Uh, easy, please. And so he gives it. So it's just like eight guys on a breakaway, like one at a time. And then Brian went and I thought he did easy because he said he did easy. And he had like two guys on a breakaway. And then the rest of them were like five on five goalie screen plays did you wear did you try wearing keanu reeves's mask from young blood that would have helped probably. they wouldn't let us wear a mask they make you wear these like clear glasses so you don't take one in the eye that's i i would have requested the mask but then they had like a shootout simulator where you just get to like shoot on a goalie rip slap shots no he's, he's like no slappies only wristies um, Never mind. Well, I, then I was play. like, I, so we did it once, and I was like, okay, whatever. And I was like, I think I want to go again. So we did it again, and I was like, hey, can I like ring one off the goalie's mask? And the guy was like, of course you can. He was like, the goalie even does like a little dance when you do it too. And I like hit him in the neck, and he's just like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we went checked out like the trophies and stuff, whatever. And then I think this guy was like a little slow, who was like in charge of the Stanley cup, like making sure people don't like pick it up and stuff. Um, it's not the keeper of the cup. No, it's not Phil Pritchard. Yeah. Um, see with his, his name, with his well white played. hair. Um, and so he's he got a sweet rig. He was like, Oh, where are you guys from? We're like, Oh, Chicago. And he wanted to like talk about the Hawks the whole time. So we're just like talking as we're like checking out the cup, taking a few pictures. And then like, we're leaving and he's still like talking to us, like following us and stuff. And I'm just kind of like, uh, we need to go now. And he was like, oh, okay, well, what about, I'm like, all right, dude, I, I'll see you yeah, later. No, have we, a good we one. have, to, we have to go. So then we hit the gift shop and I was like looking for something to get. And I was, I was like, I picked up some shinny sticks and Chris was like, what are you going to use those for? And I was like, shinny hockey. Duh. And she was like, well, what else do you use shinny sticks like for? When? And I was like, uh, in the hotel room. And she was like, not with me. I was like, well, no, no, no. Like, you know, we'll have like the guys from the wedding party. Like they'll come over and play shinny, <laughs> shinny hockey. And as, as you do in Canada, I texted like the guys in the wedding party. And I was like, yo, who's down for shinny hockey tonight? And okay. So the two guys from Canada in the wedding party was Sam's brother, Anthony, and then Sam's friend, Sones. And both of them insisted we call them Rick or Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Oh. And <laughs> Fucking decent. So, the, so we'll just say Rick responds instantly and goes, I got nets. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, then we left the fucking Hall of Fame. It was 3.30. It took us an hour and 52 minutes to drive home. What didn't it only take you like an hour? It take us. It took an us an hour. Hour, hour ride there. Yeah, okay. Fifty nine minutes to get there. It took us an hour fifty two to get home. That why? What happened? Apparently Did you get lost. What apparently the fuck happened that, the extra hour. That's Toronto traffic. Apparently, jeez. Which like everyone talks about. They're like, oh, you better leave early so you don't hit traffic. And like now I get it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Canada has traffic. Who knew? Yeah. Then. Um, we met some people from out of town, whatever. Did you talk to them about the podcast? Are they going to come on, be guests? What's, what's going on? Okay, so... <laughs> uh, 
So everybody listens to the podcast, and everybody wants to come on. And then when I tell them, yes. I was like, hey, write down a few stories and, like, share it with me or whatever, and, like, we can keep adding to it. And then nobody – they just text me stuff, and I'm like, no, 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 That's not how it works. Like, start it, and we'll work off of it. But, like, don't just send them to me one at a time as you think that. Yeah, them. only I can do that. Johnny2000, Dom's brother. Because <laughs> you're stuck with me. Johnny2000, Dom's brother, wants to come on, and he only wants to talk about softball for an hour straight. I mean, I was like, there's going to be tangents. I was like, maybe that might be an unreleased episode. And, yeah, speaking of just texting Ray, the stream of consciousness thoughts, <laughs> wait till you guys hear about the guy that I met at a bar in oh Wisconsin my. who was in prison with... Should we tell him? Should we tell him? I'll give you a Should hint. We tell he killed people. He ate people. Yes. He was from Milwaukee. He was a serial killer in and Wisconsin. It rhymes with referee Romer. Yeah. And he doesn't know <laughs> Stephen Avery. <laughs> they didn't cross paths in the pen. Or or the Das Man. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, also, while we're on the subject <laughs> of softball, Dom was upset that I didn't mention um, that we won the Bums Championship game or whatever this summer so what so now it's mentioned yeah we won okay fine we won three out of four to make the playoffs and then we beat the top seeded team like nine to four or something and then uh slaughtered the team the other team in the championship and nbd with kbd yeah um ooh, cocktail hour we went to the cocktail hour mike's mom threw cocktail hour um and it was like appetizers and then open bar and we were just like talking to people and like the lady set down the appetizers on like an empty table Oh, help yourself type situation. So I didn't have dinner, so like that was most. So you of had my apps dinner. for dinner? <laughs> yeah, it was like pizza, um, fucking some spinach dip, and then um, pretzel bites. Ooh, Very you know good. I love a good pretzel Very bite. Do you bring good. any coops? I did not bring any coops because I didn't. <clears throat> oh, geez, he's gonna die. Coops, can you can you bring it internationally? I didn't put it in the. Um, my little like shampoo my container. Pony. I didn't put it in that container See, and I wasn't <sighs> gonna check a bag. I was having a meeting about this last night. Travel size bottles. Yes. They're not gonna do it. Why not? Because they have to buy like a million dollar piece of equipment to fill travel size bottles for giveaways. It's like we're not doing that. Should we just buy like a twenty pack? We're gonna of start. We're gonna start. A, to we're gonna start a. Kick, we're gonna start a Kickstarter to get them the mini bottle machine. So, in case you're wondering, the regular Coop's bottle is twelve ounces. Yes. Check bags only. Yes. We should have actually. Speaking thing. of, I, oh, it's in my. Uh, oh no, no, it's on the table. It's it, under the thing. Um, we have some. Canadian mustard. Oh yeah, yeah. I maybe said, it should be. Should it be giveaway? We can do a giveaway. What we'll kind giveaway. of? Giveaway? I don't know. We have to think on that. We'll figure that one out. Maybe so, yeah. Maybe it'll be a surprise giveaway after this Canada-filled episode. Both both parts come out. That was a Canadian. I actually looked for it in Walmart. They didn't have it in Walmart. Brian's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm looking don't to see if they have honey bo- honey bee mustard." Yeah, Billy Bee honey mustard. Check it out if you're in, oh, for all our. Canadian fans. Um, speaking of traveling internationally, this it had to be one of Mike's like 
uncles or family friends because he was an older person and he was ordering a drink and he had a fanny pack like across his shoulder oh. and like under his armpit yeah, sure. and very I, secure i went to watch him and he was like i obviously went to watch him i went yeah, to the yeah. other side of the bar of course and he like turned his back to the bartender and like swung his fanny pack around and was like fingering through for bills pulled them out, zipped it up, put it back under his arm, and then turned around and handed the bills over. Did you tell him you saw some jibbos outside? Be careful. I, I would have. I was just like, who? I guess, like, you hear about traveling internationally, but, like, Canada is, like, bottom on the list to worry about getting, like, pickpocketed. Right? That's, like, the last country on my mind where I think I would get pickpocketed. Well, I mean, like, so he wouldn't go to, like, Miami and wear that around. So, well, like, I, uh, maybe he does. I want to believe maybe. that he does. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe that's how it. he operates in, in his everyday life. He does it at home. Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um... So we ran into Kearns and Baby D, who Kearns is my friend, Baby D is your cousin, and they met at my wedding. Baby D, enemy of the pod. Yeah. Oh, she's banned from the podcast. We talked about that. Yeah. So I think I was, I actually, okay. <laughs> we were talking and we were right next to the table of bridesmaids who like, I met once at the Stag and Doe. We saw them at the rehearsal, and then, like, that was about it. Like, we haven't really, like, talked a lot. And so there was Kearns and I. We were talking with Baby D. Kearns was in the bathroom. Baby D and I were talking, and I was yelling at her how she's banned from the podcast because she no-called, no-showed when we were supposed to have her on Exactly. And we're both, like, yelling at each other at full volume. Um, and then... She was like, no, you're just mad because I'm dating Kearns. And I was like, no, I no. don't give a shit that you're dating Kearns. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I was like, I gave a shit because you went to go watch him coach. And I was yeah. like, what are you doing tomorrow? Even though you made plans to be a guest on our podcast. Correct. And I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? Blacklisted. I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? Do you want to link up with Chris and blah, blah, blah? And she was like, well, John has a game in the morning. And I was like, yeah, I know that. That's why, like, I was saying you can hang out with Kristen in the morning, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, I'm going to watch him coach. And I was like, <clears throat> what the fuck do you do when you watch him coach? What would you say you do here? Well, and so she, um, I guess she sits with, like, the parents or whatever and like watches whatever the fan so club. there was one time kearns was coaching like the under 17 team or something and they needed someone to like run the penalty box and so he asked her to go run the penalty box amazing and she's in the penalty box and she said like these kids were like okay whose sister are you wait whose mom are you wait whose girlfriend are you wait are you dating someone else? Blah, blah, blah. Like, who are you? And I was like, why didn't you just tell them that you were dating the coach so they right? would shut up? And she was like, no, I just wanted to see, like, what they'd say. And I was like, Kearns, why didn't you just tell them after the game that that was your girlfriend? And he was like, no, I just wanted to see what them said. I would have I just, like, buried them in the locker room and be like, guys, shut your trap. Shut the fuck up out there. I would have gotten kicked out for operating the penalty box for overuse of the uh, horn. Uh, penalty box doesn't get the horn. Scorekeeper gets the horn. Yeah, but isn't it the same thing? Isn't it the same box? Don't, don't you sit next to him? I don't know. How, Can't you, you reach sit, over and give him the old? I think you sit next to them. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'd just be like reaching over, you know? But so we also ran in. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Everybody get on your feet. 
Dun, no, give, dun, me the, dun, give me the goddamn dun, microphone dun. back. Uh, we also ran into a sponsor of the podcast, Dr. Andrew Cobb of Savannah, Georgia, and his wife, Katie. Wow. Um, and so funny story about that. They live in Savannah, Georgia, and that big hurricane came through. And so they were supposed to leave on Wednesday, but like their flight was like, hey, we're leaving Tuesday or we're not leaving at all. So <laughs> be there, be square. So they came in a day early and then um, Mike invited them over to Sam's parents' house for dinner on Wednesday. And they started talking about the podcast. At and, dinner? Yes. And Katie goes, Katie goes, how old were you when you were drinking a keg of beer? And Mike goes, maybe eight. Amazing. Like, uh, what happened? And uh, everyone else is like, the fuck are you people talking it's, about? They're like, what is going on in that country? That's incredible. Um, so then Katie was asking me what song we picked for the walkout song. And I was like, oh, no, it's a surprise because I was really happy because I knew it was going to be Kickstart My Heart. Yes. And um, she didn't like that response. So she ran over to the bridesmaids table and goes, who's walking down with Ray? And Raquel is like the quietest person on earth. And she was like, uh, me? Maybe don't say anything. And she, she was like, what song are you coming down to? And oh, she told okay. her. And I was like, don't tell anybody else. Uh, then she insisted that we call you. And I was it's like, it's a secret. And I was like, no, we can't because like it's international calling. And she was like, what about FaceTime? And I was like, well, he doesn't have an iPhone, so we can't FaceTime him. She was like, well, what about Facebook Facebook video or whatever? I was like, uh... Weird flex, but okay. I'm like, you can try it if you want. And then she got you on the horn. Took, yeah, it took, I don't know, like four or five tries. I was... Okay, what I was, went I was, through I was, your mind when actually, you Actually, I was... That's when I was sitting at the bar in Wisconsin talking to the prisoner man and grambling... And roll of the day obviously didn't win, but anyways, <laughs> circle back. What about pull tabs? Also, did not win. <laughs> it was a rough, it rough was a tough night. shift. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, we were on Facebook chat. <laughs> and what what happened when you saw that Katie Cup was trying to face or Facebook? chat well, i'm just gonna call it facetime, FaceTime face yeah too. facebook time uh i was like uh, i i didn't really i was like what i because i've looked at my phone i was like what the f what is this i've no, no one else has ever facebook yeah video chatted me i was like what the fuck is hat like what is what is this katie like all right and so then i was like hold on i answered and i was like i can't hear fucking anything i'm yeah. going outside and so that that's pretty much what happened and then she found you and then we were video chatting well we so were... you picked up and she i heard like a screech and i was like oh boy mother of god and then i saw her just like showing the phone to everyone in the bar and being like what the fuck is going on and then Ooh. she runs over to me and i was like oh hey pj the guy i talked to eight times a day and, <laughs> and see every weekend <laughs> um and then she was like, oh, here, here's Kearns, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's his girlfriend, Dee. And you're like, I, I know his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your name again? We're, we're related. Yeah. Um, About that. And then I went to the bathroom and came back, and Katie was gone. And I was like, where the fuck did she go? Oh, boy. And it had been like 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, I should go out there and like stop this phone call because I'm sure <laughs> PJ has had enough. And I get out there, and you guys are just like going back and forth talking for – it had to be like a 20-minute phone call. Yeah, probably. 
for the fans. Yeah, for, for, it's, it's, for, it's for the fans. Then eventually I'm just like, all right, PJ has to go. And she's like, no, 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 he didn't say that. I'm like, yes, I know, but he has to go. So shout out to you for being a saint because it's, I would not have survived you know, it's, that. It's for, it's for the fans. For the fans. I Keep did have to get back to my 16-ounce bush light, though. Of course. $2, by the way. Um, yeah. Oh, we previewed this one. We went to the A and W up there late night. Oh, I looked. At, I looked it up when we paused. It's uh, it's called the Big Papa Burger, not the Big Daddy Burger. <laughs> so, so there's so there's that. So Brian was like, we passed it, and it was one of the only places that was open. And Brian's like, oh, let's just go there. They have great burgers there. And Do I they have like, poutine at the Canadian A and W? They have poutine. Everywhere, excellent. I think they have poutine at the McDonald's. There, they have too. gas station poutine. Is it like the rollers? So, okay, so <laughs> they have a poutine roller. <laughs> we got, we got. That the... actually would be pretty good. Like compacted into one of those things, like fries, gravy, cheese curds. Wouldn't that be good on a roller? <laughs> so we get back to no the hotel. On that? Okay, fine. I that would not work. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> that would not work. Patent pending. Uh, so we get back to the hotel and we bust out like the food and. I, I look at the burger and I was like, this was not the picture from what I ordered. And Brian took, a bite. Brian took a bite and he was like, oh, these are not the burgers we have at home. And so like I opened the poutine. This isn't where I parked my car. I opened the poutine and it just like it looked like shit. But actually tasted really good. The Ooh, AW poutine, a, they, they pulled the old switcheroo on yep, you. How does it compare deceiving. to Smokes? Oh, Smokes is a whole different fucking... Smokes also, by the way, is like drunk food in Canada. Like we went there for lunch and it like blew everybody's And they were mind. like, what? have you been day drinking? What's Why are you here? Guy, are you lost? Do you need directions? That guy, Corey, was like, I don't think I've ever been to Smokes when the sun was out. I <laughs> love that. Um so A and W poutine, fantastic. A and W burgers, shit. Really? Yes. Interesting. Did so, they have? Wait, did they have chicken fingers? They did. Actually, Kristen got those, so she was the only one who was like totally happy with her meal. So they were good. Yeah, they were. It's good to know that the fingers. fingered chicken in Canada is still good. They come from the same chicken fingers as it does in America. Well, maybe. Probably. We can't be sure. It's Canadian chickens. It's different. Um, it's a different conversion rate. <laughs> it's for one chicken tender, you get one point three chicken yeah, tenders you, Canadian. You get an extra tender in the Canadian meal because yeah. the conversion rate. <laughs> um, so we go to bed. It was like twelve thirty or something. Um, I get woken up to the fire alarm at two in the morning. They have one in every room, and ours wasn't going off in the room. So I'm like, okay, this like isn't a big deal. And I like lay my head down for a second, and I was like. Oh no, which one of the gobos set this up? <laughs> and so like I'm pissed in bed just like all fired up because I guarantee you I can pinpoint the guy who pulled the fire alarm or who I'm sorry, who set, set the, fire the fire alarm, alarm off. Um so it keeps not, not pulled it intentionally. It keeps going off eventually. Like I look outside, people have evacuated, but my pregnant wife is sleeping, so like not waking I'm not, her up. I'm not about to wake her up unless there's smoke and there's no smoke, so we're good to go. Everything checks out. Exactly. And we were only on like the fourth floor, so like could have jumped. Well, you hang and <laughs> like hang out the window, you try and like catch on to the next one and then by that point it's like a two and a half story fall well the firefighters will come with that big thing and catch you <laughs> they catch you in one of those trampolines yeah exactly um, also tangent same thing sort of happened to me in college fire alarm went off when i was in the shower 
and I heard it, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I have water. I'm okay. And so then, like, keep showering. Like, literally two minutes later, my RA comes into the bathroom, <laughs> and she's like, um, PJ? Yeah. What do you want? She's like, there's a fire drill. I was like, yeah, I know. I chose not to participate. (laughs) She's like, that's not a thing. I'm abstaining from the drill. So I was like, all right, fine. And so I went outside in my towel and flip flops. (laughs) And And it was December in Marquette. Yeah, but you never wore a jacket at Marquette either. So like, you just need a flannel. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, so the Gobos did it. No. Oh. Spoiler alert. Plot twist. So I, well, let's just say, we had to be meeting Mike's room at 1130 in the morning, so I get dressed in my tux and everything, walk out my room, my hotel room. Wait, door. hang on. Did we never get to the bottom of who set the... F- I'll tell you right this, because this is how the conversation happened. I walk out the door, and I hear Dom singing, kickstart my heart, walking down the hotel room, uh, hotel um hallway barefoot in his tux because i was holding his socks <laughs> and then the first thing i asked him I was like hey do you guys set the fire alarm off and he was like no, no 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 i'm like did johnny set the fire alarm off he goes no but i woke up when the fire alarm went off and was banging on johnny's door to yell at him and as i'm doing that my dad opens up his door and yells out Johnny, are you smoking reefer in the room? <laughs> so was it Johnny? Ne- none of the gobos had anything to do with the fire alarm going off. I want that on record. Okay. There was right. another wedding in the hotel, and one of those jerk-offs actually manually pulled the fire alarm. Oh, okay. So it was it was some douche. It was, yeah. It wasn't an accident. So that guy's, bl- whoever that is, blacklisted from the podcast. And Kristen was all pissed that, like, I didn't wake her up because the alarm was going off. And I was like, well, there was no fire. So like, Did you die? Everyone else, she was like, well, everyone we know evacuated. I was like, oh, she's but there be was. very happy about this. I'm like, but there was no fire. This is my birthday gift to her. <laughs> I let you sleep. <laughs> Well, it was one of those, I'm like, just as, like, I wouldn't want to be woken up in the middle of the night. Like, I woke up, I was alert, I assessed the situation, I did not deem the fire to be a threat or credible, uh, and that was it. We went back to bed. Yeah, shenanigans. Exactly. You just figured it was one of the gobos smoking in their room. That's exactly You're right. You're like, okay, we're safe to go back to bed. Okay, I was like, fine. Dahmer Johnny is lighting up in their room, forgot to cover up the smoke alarm or something, and it went off. That's it. Yeah. Well, on record, Gobos had nothing to do with the fire alarm. Exactly. So we were talking with Mike before because he was like, we need you to meet in the room at 1130. And I was like, okay, Mike, I've been through this before where you meet all the groomsmen meet in the morning. We're promised lunch and then lunch never comes and we don't get to eat till fucking the 8 o'clock at night. The girls never came, man. The girls never came. Um, so we don't get to eat till 8 o'clock at night. And he was like, no, 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 we'll have pizza. I'm like, Mike, I've heard that one before. And he was like, hey. You look up what kind of pizza you want. When you get to the room, you tell me, and we order it. I was like, 
okay, well, I can get down with that because if I know we have like we had, we were waiting in the room for like two hours or whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, I know we have time. So do they have Domino's? <laughs> well, no. So they had Pizza Pizza, which is not Little Caesars, by the way, which uh, I always that thought was it was going to be my question. And then they have Boston Pizza, which is like they're the two logos I see the most in NHL hockey. It's on every hockey board for like all the like pizza, NBC pizza and Boston Pizza NBC games. Yeah, when you're watching, it's like a they're big canadian brand i guess i'm never paying hold on i'll, I'll pull them up now um i'm never don't really even bother because we didn't eat them i wasn't allowed to oh you got shut down yeah so Sones, aka rick uh aka ricky yeah played hockey they, in that town or whatever and he was like no we're ordering from this place it's awesome and it was basically how not awesome was it well i mean like it was like pizza hut pizza which is what i was expecting the other two to be and i was like wait a second if this is good pizza, what are the other places oh, like? Jesus. And they're like, dude, honestly, like it's just really bad. I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Cardboard with cheese melted on it. And now I know. I just <laughs> well, first off, I learned that pizza, pizza, not Little Caesars. So what's how, going how on? How big with of that? a meltdown would you have had if you got like pizza, pizza, and it was just like cardboard with cheese and pepperoni? Well, I mean, it. like that's what I was exp- I, like. I knew they were shitty pizzas, and I think I told Mike that. I'm like, hey, I know they're shitty, but like. I just want to try it because, like, we're never, I'm never going to be able to try this at home. So, might as well give it a spin. I mean, we ate at fucking Smoke's Poutinery first stop. So, what's the big deal? Canada's not really known for its food. So. Yeah, that's always my thing, too. Like, whenever I go somewhere, like when I was in Texas, there, everyone was like, oh, well, where do you want to go? I'm like, I want to go to Whataburger. Yeah. And they're like, well, but there's like so many other. And I'm like, dude. I'm not going to have a chance to get Whataburger because I don't live in Texas. Well, it's one of those, like, I'm I, here. I want to try Whataburger. And like, Whataburger, you heard it here first, better than In-N-Out. Really? Yes. Um, In-N-Out I've, I've never had I, They're Well, they're about the same, but I'd say Whataburger is a little bit better. Their burgers are much bigger. I like the thin burgers of In-N-Out because, like, they're crispier. So, like, if you're, if you're getting fast food quality beef like it might as well be it's crispy it's about yeah it's about the same but it's just like a much bigger patty okay and the whataburger mustard delicious i'm i don't know if you guys know this i'm kind of a mustard guy Is i don't that know be a conflict with our sponsor no because i don't uh maybe uh, uh actually no it's whataburger it's, mustard yeah. is number two <laughs> No, it obviously it's number two, but it's it's good for fast food mustard. Is yeah, what I'm saying. For sure, I can yeah, get that. No. that. I wanted to try. I never had the opportunity. So, well, what if you get a chance? Give it a whirl. I've never been to Texas. Do they have any in Illinois? I don't think. No, so. No, I don't think so. But maybe they will because that like Chicago Investment Company bought Whataburger. So, oh, maybe we'll they'll see. open up yeah. one here, corporate headquarters. Yeah, keep your eyeballs peeled, people. Um, where was I? Pizza, oh, pizza, pizza, Boston pizza. Yeah. You got shut down, which was fine, no big deal. Um, because all, all I really cared about was that there was like that was food, food to, eat. to eat. Yeah, well, because that's like my I've been in too many weddings where like you don't get any food and you don't get any like drinks. Like from once you once you leave the hotel, like that's it. You're just yeah. It's, it's either it's one of three things. It's going to be like there's. Like, oh, we're going to have lunch, and then lunch never shows up, and then you just drink, like, 12 beers before the wedding. Like, that's been a thing. Or it's like, oh, yeah, lunch is coming, and then lunch ends up being, like, chips and salsa. Well, one wedding, uh, Nick's wedding I was in, we met 
at 9 a.m. at some barber shop because he was buying everyone like haircuts. So I got a haircut. Oh. He was like, haircuts or beard trim. So I specifically got a haircut to not get a beard trim. Um, and he brought like bagels and stuff at nine in the morning, bagels and coffee. That's good. And then was like, oh, like we're going to have lunch at the hotel. And then the first look was at like two o'clock or something. We get to the hotel and there's just like Jimmy John's wrappers everywhere and like a bag of chips and there were like eight of us in the wedding party and i was like what the fuck where's the food and one of the moms or something was like oh the girls ate all the food and we're like yeah but where's our food and she was like uh, uh didn't know that was your food and so there was no food and then we did all like the wedding stuff all blah get to the reception and the ceremony was downtown and then the reception was in like Wicker Park or something. Um, so it took us like an hour to get over there after the ceremony. And by the time we got there, it was like eight o'clock and we were all, we hadn't eaten in like 11 hours or fucking <sighs> starving. And we weren't allowed to go down to the cocktail hour. Cause they didn't want like it to make it a big deal. And I'm like, well, we're fucking starving. So like we need to get food. And she was like, well, none of the food is ready up here, and you guys can't have any of that anyway, so, like, you're just going to have to wait. And I was like, I don't think so. I walked into the kitchen, and there was some dude. He just looked up. I was like, hey, what do you have that's ready? And he was like, uh, we just have, like, baskets of bread. And I was like, cool. Perfect. Can I take these? And I grabbed, like, four baskets and brought them out. And then the lady was like, fine, I guess you guys can go down to the cocktail hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just stood by the door, the the kitchen door, and just got them as they came as out. As they came out, yep. just hit them. It's a good move. Which isn't the first time that I've been to cocktail hours and – when people are bringing out them and I just keep taking them off the plate, like we were at a wedding over Labor Day weekend and they were bringing out, they had pot stickers and then flatbread pizzas. And this one lady, she was like a server and she came out the first time I took a piece of pizza, ate it. And while everyone else was taking it, like I took a second piece. Then she came out with pot stickers, took one. And then she had another one later, I took it. And then every time after she just kept she wouldn't go more than like five steps away from me. She just kept like she just turning kept around, tight, yeah. tight radius. Yep. And then suddenly her tray was fucking empty, and she would go back again. That is a hundred percent me. If it's like pot stickers, like you said, or the number one is the mini mini hot dogs, like pigs in a blanket cocktail weenies with like oh, pastry wrapped around it absolutely like i would take the entire tray from someone to eat the whole fucking thing at my aunt's wedding they had uh mini beef wellingtons oh, too fancy mercy dude i i took four off of the lady's plate <laughs> they do and then i literally said i was like hey when you go reload can you just come right back here so she beelines it with a full tray again she's like dodging people. and then everyone was like taking four at a time and her tray was empty in 30 seconds amazing yeah so Kristen's friend was at like at the wedding and we were talking with her blah blah blah, and she was just like this lady loves you she just keeps coming back to you and Kristen's like shaking her head and she was like yeah that's not the first time like the cocktail hour waitress has like come around every time and just like stays by him oh oh she knows well and then she this girl Amber's like oh I can go toe for toe with you on appetizers I'm like I don't think you can and Kristen's like don't get him started and she's like why she's like well he ate like an entire flatbread before you came over here and you guys have been going one for one and he keeps taking them when you're not here. 
Yeah, that's kind of like when people are like, "Oh, I can, I can, uh, I can go drink for drink with you." I'm like, "No, you can't. Don't even bother. Just, <laughs> just admit that you can't, and we won't make a big deal out of it. We won't mention it on the podcast." Um, all right, back to the wedding pizzas. So the third option is you show up and there's actually lunch. We got sidetracked. From yeah, our, which was great. We got sidetracked from our side. I, walk, I walked in. The pizza was there. It was fucking awesome. Pizzas, waters, beers for everyone else. It was fucking yes. great. Um, Min and Mike's wedding, top notch. I think turkey sandwiches at the like meetup at Mike's house before, fucking phenomenal turkey sandwiches. And I think everyone knows that I'm always chasing the best turkey sandwich. Did we give a shout out to Mike's mom whose pie I ate that entire blueberry pie of? <laughs> <laughs> you when your parents were here? Yeah, I when my we parents were here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He, gave, he was like, oh, we can't take this with us to Denver, and PJ won't eat it. And I was like, well, I'll fucking eat it. It was, it was the one it that home. we forgot in the fridge from the thing, yeah. Brought it home, hammered that baby down. That was great. Yeah, I think Patch, I think Patch, cause he was like, he's like, here, bring this home. He's like, hey, share it with, share it with your wife. And you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to inhale the whole thing. I was like, Kristen hates pie, but I'll eat it all. <laughs> um, anyway, shout out to Mike's mom. Yeah. Uh, so I think the, like... The further, like, the older you are in your friend group who gets married, I think the more streamlined the wedding process is because, like, everyone's been a part of, like, when mistakes happen and they're like, oh, shit, I can't do that for my wedding. Like, at my wedding, when I insisted that we all eat lunch together, one, so I know that everyone is at this hotel at the right time, and two, I know you guys have all eaten lunch, so you guys will survive until dinner. It's a good move. That's it. That's all. Like, I need to know where you are, and I need to feed you, and that's it. I don't care what you do in between. <laughs> what were we throwing at each other? What were we doing? When when we were sitting in the hotel, and Pete and I were throwing, was it jelly beans or some shit, into each other's mouths from across the hotel room? Probably like Sour Patch Kids or yeah, something. So, uh, yeah, yeah. it was probably something like that, yeah. Anyways. Did we talk about the five pound bags of Sour Patch Kids we ordered because they were going to be our wedding favors like at every table and we were going to put them in these like little boxes and stuff and then they came and like they you were ate melted. 10 pounds of Sour Patch Kids <sighs> before the wedding? 15, but who's counting? It wasn't before the wedding. It was like I ate five before, pounds before during the and wedding after. <laughs> 10 pounds. At, this is, I ate five pounds before I got married, not like the day of the wedding. Uh, and then 10 Two pounds or three days after. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> They, they were good. They were very good. So the photographer, like, they come to take pictures of you guys getting ready, but, like, it's weird if everyone's not all staying at the hotel or whatever. Yeah. So like, I like to try and weird them out, though, like, when they come do that. Like, they're guys, like, oh, the photographer's here. I'm like, I come out and just my boxers. I'm like, all right, let's get these photos started. These were, like... The two, one was a photographer, one was a videographer, and they were like the two most normal photographers I've ever met. Like, just normal dudes. It's always awesome when the photographers are like very cool and they're like, kind of like, dude, you know. Well, and I was like, like hey, I know you guys are going to be fucking around. I'm cool with it. It makes everything so much better. I was like, dude, when you take pictures of us, tell us what you want. And he was like, okay, how about this? I'll tell you when I want to take a staged photo, like I'll tell you what to do and I'll tell you how to fake whatever, all that shit. And then he's like, the rest of them, I'll just be like candid. So like, just pretend I'm not here, whatever. So that's fine. Um, it was really weird when the videographer, he was trying to like, 
established levels or what? How do you call it when he's like adjusting everything? Yeah, get the, get the levels. Yeah, he was doing that. Checking the levels. And so he would just be like holding the camera on me and like fucking with it. But like he's not he's not like videoing me, but like it's recording and it's facing me and he's just like fucking with stuff. He's not actually recording me, but it was like very uncomfortable. There were a lot of times I just like got up and moved behind him. I kind of imagine like, like Garth from Wayne's world kind of just like looking kind of like, that's exactly what it was. And it was just one of those. I'm like, All we're right, having like, a good time. I know, I know what you're doing and like, I have no problem with it. It's just making me really It's just making me uncomfortable because yeah. you're like inadvertently filming me. Yeah. Like when I used to climb the rope in gym class. <laughs> um, so the videographer then before we left, like wasn't telling anybody, but I watched him. He was like putting a mic on Mike, a microphone on Mike. So he could, Mike um, was mic'd up. Mike was mic'd up. And so he, um, like, I was like, okay, we need to remember that he's mic'd up before we say something stupid. And how we, long did that last? 30 seconds, <laughs> 30 seconds, because as someone was saying something like, whoa, whoa, wait, Mike's got a mic on. And we're like, I, it just gets like quiet for a second. Oh, I can't imagine him like going through that. Like he must have like a B roll of just like hilarious, shit insane things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I can't even imagine. Actually, we should ask Mike to see if any of those happen. We'll put him on the podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it. <laughs> It'll be a special release, mic'd up with Mike. Uh, it wasn't even like it wasn't like Mike saying anything. It was just like everyone in the background. Like you just, I, I'm sure you couldn't hear it that well. But like you know, whatever. Just the yeah, the, sub, the is, subtitles on that would be like muffled. First screaming. thing is, I'm like, don't talk about those weird fucking photographers. Mike's got a mic. <laughs> um, then the limo got there, and we walked down, and this guy, he he was like 70 years old, and was like guarding the door in a tux with white gloves and a rolled out red carpet. And I was like, hey, I think you're here for us. And he was like, well, that depends. What's your name? I'm like, well, my name is Ray. And Mike's like, it's for Fritz. And the guy was like, oh, well, why didn't you say so? And like plows the door open. Um, and Permission he, to come aboard, Captain Steubing. He kept calling us sir. <laughs> He was double my age and then some. And Don was just like, I feel so weird, this guy calling me sir. Like, I should be calling him sir. Yeah, right. Well, and then so he's got his white gloves, and he's, like, showing us how to link up with the Bluetooth. And so Rick was doing it on his phone and was just like, oh, I'm having trouble. And the guy was like, just give me it. And, like, does it for Did he have him. the white gloves on? Of course Whoa, he Oh, they're touch sensitive. Think, okay. I didn't think they were going to work, and then they did. That guy's next. He knows his stuff. So then we get we get to the – first off, we got stopped by a fucking freight train <laughs> going there. Um, which I which is fucking weird because like you think that, I mean obviously they have trains there, but it's just weird being stopped by freight trains that look just a little different than they do at home. Um, How differently? Uh, what's, di- what's different about them? Describe uh, it to us. The logos on them. Yeah, it's different railroads. Well, I know that. That's what I mean. Like it's the same concept, and like the engines are the same. It's just like a little bit different. <laughs> Okay, okay, whatever. Moving on. Five. So I can't remember this guy's fucking name. He had a weird name, though. I should have wrote it down. Anyways, he drops us off at the golf course. and Cristobal? <laughs> no, he did not want to go 50-50. 50-50 with Cristobal? Um, so we get to the golf course, and he won't open the door until he rolled out the red carpet again. This guy was a total pro. Wait, did he? Okay, hold on. Hold, hold on. 
He rolled out the red carpet picking you up it was and down. dropping you off. It was laid down when we came out of the hotel. He rolled it up once we were all like we're all set up, ready to leave. Drives us over there, gets stopped by a freight train, parks at the golf course, opens his driver door, walks around, whips out the red carpet, lays it down, and then opens our door. That's a little bit aggressive, I feel like. I mean, picking you up with the red carpet. It was an A plus is, operation. You know, I don't know. I It was a very nice touch. I thought the white gloves were a little over the top until he rolled out the red carpet when we dropped us off. And the tux. I thought the tux was a fucking over the top. Until well, he goes, he's like, white, hey. White gloves. He goes, hey, if any of you guys need to back out, I'm ready to go. That's a good point. Yep. I li- I like okay I'm li- I'm liking this guy's style, I like it. Um, God damn it! I can't find the video. What are you looking? I at? was gonna I was gonna be like, and that brings us into our sponsor, and it was gonna be Tom Haverford talking about red carpet insoles, but I can't find a video of him just talking about that, so I'll just go fuck myself. I was talking about your loafers at my wedding. Oh, they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was the best dressed person at your wedding. They were asking about even like, when I was just wearing my black tuxedo jacket, but obviously when I was wearing the jungle themed one for the <sighs> zoo. They were asking everyone um, like where we got our tuxes for the wedding, and I was like, "Well, I just told everyone. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Here's what it has to look like. It has to have the shawl collar, black black tuxedo shawl collar." I'm like, Boom. "Here's a picture. Wherever you rent it from, show them this and tell them you need it." You don't need a stripe on the pants, and then you don't want tuck shoes. You're going to wear your own black dress shoes. First thing you texted me, are are velour loafers okay? Well, yes. Yeah, and they're technically tuxedo slippers. (laughs) And you're like, are they going to stand out in pictures? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I certainly hope so. It would be a good standout. Um, America's favorite wedding. I was also telling everyone that you got your tux for free because it was your uncle's. Yes. Yep. Or eh, it might have been. Or I can't. I don't know. I have like three or four tuxedos. Uh, Gifts, uh, like hand-me-downs, and a couple that I bought at like uh, thrift stores. (laughs) Did you ever give me my blue tux back or my blue suit back? Okay. I need to check my closet. Yeah, maybe double check your closet with this. Wow, we're yeah, sorry. This tangent's gone way too far, right? Okay, so we, we got, started on shoes, then it's double checking <laughs> if I still have your suit. We got Jesus. We got, we got to the golf course. I'm usually the one derailing things. I took a piss. Everyone needs to know that it was like one forty-five. I took a piss. Time I ate. Make a, a I piss. Drank a bunch of water. Slammed a monster when we got there. Um, we get to, so for the ceremony, the groomsmen were like in charge of usher duties as well. And I always feel weird being an usher where you're supposed to like escort people to their seats. So I just do like the verbal ushering when I was like, Oh, Hey, thanks for coming. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like plenty of seats. Grab anyone you like, except the front two rows, unless you're supposed to be in the front two (laughs) rows because I don't know the bride's family, so, like, maybe you're part of it. And then I had to stop saying that because all these old people kept giving me their life fucking story. And I was like, 
Well, okay. I've known. Uh... Yeah, I'm like, I'm not making that call, dude. Just go sit, and if I gotta move you, I'll move you. <laughs> and then there were more old people. Keep her moving. Well, so they would. The blinds kept backing up, and I was like, guys. Sit down before I pull your seats away, and they're like, "Oh, what?" And oh, like, you, you, all oh, you guys don't want to get Ray fired up. I'm like, "Go grab a seat." I was doing it in a joking way, but it was just firm enough to where they knew they're like, "He's uh, kind he's of right. joking, he but he's on the verge of having a meltdown and yelling at everyone." So there's that. We should go take a seat. <laughs> then I got bored with that, and I just started asking people for their invitation. They're <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm just fucking harking back, like harking back to your days as a bouncer. I have need to see some idea. Yeah, we need to check out. We need to get this guy out of here. Um, so then at like two fifteen, the wedding planner comes over and is like telling everyone to. Someone was complaining about one of the <laughs> one of the bouncers checking no. for invitations. No, she was like, "All right, if you need to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom." And like. I didn't have to go to the bathroom because I just went 30 minutes ago. And so, like, everyone else went and just, like, left me. And I think – I don't even know who else stayed. But I just remember being like, all right, so I don't know anyone else is fucking coming to this wedding. So I hope they're not crashing it. Um, then um, we – oh. Sounded out. Canadian tradition. So they're getting married. And you – what? Fast forward to the ceremony. We're there. What are you looking up? Just keep going. I just had the best thought ever. Oh, my dear Lord. It's so relevant. So we... As is tradition. So we're in the ceremony, whatever, and then they stop it, and they all When was the pudding knocked over? (laughs) They sit at this, like, table, and they sign the marriage license, like, in front of everybody. Fuck. Isn't she beautiful, scraping off the pudding with the grace of a butterfly? She rubs the pudding on her face. The prince now attempting to remove one of the princess's arms, as is, of course, the tradition. The princess screaming with pain, everyone watching with anticipation, and the arm is off. Things are back to normal here in Canada. Time-honored traditions are once again... Yes, the princess is sticking the princess's arm up his ass. There it goes. He's really making a good go of it. What a wonderful day for Canada, and therefore, of course, the wealth. So how accurate was that? Ah, there wasn't any... (laughs) That's why I was laughing like a maniac. I can't believe you didn't make... We made a million of those jokes in Stag and Dough. I know. I, I can't saying believe I tradition. didn't put it together until halfway through episode... The the second episode of the fucking Canadian wedding. I'm Everyone, I'm sorry I'm disappointed with myself. And I promise I will do better next time with my references. So... Yes. They signed the marriage license and like nobody knew what to do during it if they're supposed to stay quiet or talk and so everyone was talking and mike kind of like gave a look but i think it was a good like it was a quick ceremony and everyone was going to like they were going to sign and so like the talking just kept everyone from getting bored because like the worst thing you can do during a ceremony is get bored and like tune out and miss something yeah exactly um so this was like the perfect breakup of it then he comes out he's like the blah 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 i do i do i do um oh rehearsal 
Sam's dad had one line, and it was like, who gives away this bride? And he just says, I do. So we get to the wedding. Do, First do, off, he made a big deal about how it's not like how he's not going to forget it, and it'll be no problem, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and then he missed his line. Line. He was like, who gives away this bride? And everyone looked at him, and he like looked left and looked right, and then it clicked. And he was like, oh, uh, I do. I do. <laughs> Um, then they came out to Chelsea Dagger, which was great. Um, and then what? Yeah. Keep going. This song. It's like we're there. <laughs> so we're going to walk down the aisle and I grabbed Raquel and I was like, Hey, be careful. Just so you know, the last person I walked down the aisle with, I got, or got pregnant. So be careful. Whoa. And she was like, uh, what? And I was like, oh, it's my wife, so calm down. And she was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I told I told that to Kristen, that I told her, like, I said that. And she was like... Horrified? No, she's like, wait, who got pregnant? And I was like, oh my you! God. You! Can you elaborate on that, Ray? <laughs> Not only did you get pregnant, but you're also still pregnant. Oh, yeah, that, 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 sure, sure. Yeah, okay. So pictures, we did a few wedding party pictures, like right outside, there's a big waterfall, whatever, um, which was killing me. Cause like the second we got out of the ceremony, I had to take a piss and we were taking wedding party pictures, blah, blah, blah. And then they started taking family pictures and the <laughs> wedding coordinator was like, no, don't go anywhere. I need you to stay here. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. She's like, just hold it. And I was like, I really don't think I can. <laughs> Tangent. Okay. Pictures at men's wedding, same thing. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And we were like a ways away from inside. And yeah. They're like, I, I don't know. I was like, well, I'm just going to go pee in these bushes then. So I walk up the hill. Flashed, I'm like, I, I was flashed like, a bunch of cars. I was like, hey, I can't hold it. I was telling Frank, I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom at the top of the hill. Don't leave me. I'm like, I have to walk back far enough to make sure like I'm not in the background of any pictures. And then I have to, I can't walk too far because it's a golf course and like there's a hole right there. So I see the wedding venue like there and I was like, okay, no one's in it. That's fine. So like I, I'm about to start peeing. I take it out. I'm about to start peeing and I look. Whip it up. And like eight people are staring at me on the right side of the venue. And I was like, <gasps> Did anyone just, give you any comments? I ran away. Hey, sweet Don, bro. I ran back down the hill, and Frank's like, what happened? And I was like, well, I think I uh, flashed. I just flashed my dick to a bunch of people. Oh, I think I flashed some people. And he was like, who? I'm like, I don't know. I sure hope they're not at this reception. And he's like, well, is it the other wedding? I'm like, I think so. I, I thought the place was empty. It looked empty. And then I didn't check the other side. Yeah, um, maybe. Hopefully, it was the other. Was it? Did you find out? Was it that wedding? Was it the other wedding? I was not asking around because. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me. Did you see my penis earlier? I, I was this... peeing outside. I some people saw me. Sir. We made eye contact. Sir, was that you? Does this look familiar? <laughs> Uh, I was like telling Frank, I'm like, I don't want to know. And he was like, Well, what if they say it's a guy and it talks of the beard? I was like. Well, Don has a beard too, so he's pretty drunk right now. So maybe he can take. We could just convince. We could just convince him that he flashed people. I did go pee. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I peed outside before. So, yeah, guys, it checks out. <laughs> so by that point, um, 
I was going back to the wedding coordinator. I was like, okay, I really have to go to the bathroom. She's like, no, you can't. We're taking golf carts to another spot. And I was like, ooh, golf carts? She was like, why? Is that going to be a problem? I'm like, no. I told Mike I'll be here till 1. So he asked me all night. And she was like, wow, that's the best attitude I've ever heard from a groomsman before. And I was like, lady, I'm married. Settle down, okay? And she, she just walked away. <laughs> Whoa, pump the brakes, okay? So we get in the golf carts, and she gives us a whole big spiel about how we can't drive like assholes, blah, 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 whatever. Um, she gives me the keys. First thing I do is make sure it's turned on. And I do, like, the jump screech, and everyone turns. And I was just like, I did the whole, like, look the other way at someone else. Second thing you did was try and be the first jam a stick in the governor like everyone should. Try and be the first one out. So I well, would have been the first card. one out if you jammed a stick in the governor. You would have no. been doing 25. She blocked the entrance so we couldn't leave. So we had to go in order. So I'm stuck in between the Ricks were behind me, which is fine. Um, Frank was riding co-pilot, which he knows what he's getting into when he got in the golf cart. Everyone kept talking about poor Frank this, poor Frank that, that he had to ride with me. What but do you like, mean? Frank knew ex- – Frank wanted to live a little. Frank, knew- a.k.a. Pat Damon. Two T's. A.K.A. Bones Malone. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing oh, when he, he got he knew in what the he golf was doing. cart with me. It's not his first rodeo. Exactly. So we start – She's ho- we're going like five miles an hour. And I was like, this just will not do. This is not going to work at all. So I, ju- I went to slam on the brakes to see if we could screech. We weren't even going fast enough for a screech. Entirely unacceptable. So I started to like let them get ahead and then speed up and slam Rip. on the brakes Give and try and do like ripper, a J-turn. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, then that just wasn't fun. So I started to bump Danielle, Mike's sister, and then this girl Taylor were the ones in front of us. So I kept trying to get as close as I could without bumping their cart. And then I just started bumping their cart well uh, that's the progression they obviously. were getting so pissed and i was so pissed that like we well, couldn't how do go you get fast. upset about that Who i cares? know i know it's not like it's your car they're golf carts they're designed to be crashed into each other well i think everyone knew that i was a fucking animal when like the first stop we made i ran into the woods to take a piss while like everyone was getting set up for pictures then we're taking pictures, and I hear, like, a golf cart screech, and it wasn't me, so I look around, and some dude, I don't know, he well, he didn't have golf clubs or anything, he, like, pulls up, and he's in the back of the pictures, and I was, like, asking the photographer, I'm like, hey, is this guy okay, and he was doing that whole, like, eh, uh, uh. I'm like, do you so want me to tell him to move? And he was like, on this guy over here. He was like, well, he might be in the background. And I was like, yo, buddy, move the golf cart. And he was like, oh, I have to go through there. And I was like, that's fine. Come on, let's go. And he was like, no, 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 I'll wait. I'm like, you're in the background of the fucking picture. So go back or come forward. Either way, don't sit there. And he was like, well, uh, I guess I'll just go backwards then. And I'm oh, like, oh, sorry. See you later. No, he's getting all fucking pissy. And we're like, you're sitting in the pictures. So, like, I don't care where you go. Get just out of the don't, background, don't dummy. sit there. Fucking asshole. Um, so, it's funny that if everyone thought you were, like, a wild animal, it's good. It's good thing I didn't go. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, they didn't think I was, like, a wild animal. Well, it was just, like, well, I think they were just, like, oh, God, I feel so sorry for his wife type of thing. <laughs> I think Kristen gets that a lot. I'm sure that she does. Um, so Canadian tradition, as tradition. Um, as is tradition. They have like a two-hour cocktail hour, and then dinner 
dinner is from like five to eight, five to seven, whatever. Um, but they basically like serve the first course. Then everyone can get up and like walk around and go to the bar, say hi to people, blah, blah, blah. Then they like bring out the second course. Everyone sits down, eats, and then they like do the whole like you go walk around, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then they bring the dessert out. Then they do like the first dances and all that shit. But they do the speeches during the dinner. So while you're you're eating, so, so you have you're to eating wait. and yeah. So so what do you what are your what are your thoughts on that that's that arrangement? I, um, if you I don't care how long your speech is or how bad it is, as long as I can eat. When you make me wait. Because a lot of American weddings, they, they don't wait serve. to bring out the food until after the speech is correct. Done. And that's one of those like if you have a long speech, I don't care how good it is. All I'm thinking about is when this food's coming out. So if you actually the speeches were good. So the five speeches, bride and groom give a speech, which was kind of cool. I never saw that before. Mike gave a shout out to every one of his friends there, which I thought was did cool. he shout out IHIBW. He did not. Well, it's fucked up. But. He did shout out that we went to preschool together, which was his family's preschool. Shout out to Christie's Carousel. We used to be St. Mary, merry-go-round, whatever. That's where we went to preschool. Okay. That got a big that got a big shout out from the crowd instead of like the five people who would have cheered if he said IHIBW. Would have been more than that. Um, right. Bride and groom go. It's your podcast too. Then the parents of the groom go. Then the parents of the. Uh, bride go and then the maid of honor and best man maid of honor and best man gave the best speech they also gave the two shortest speeches which is like rare that not only are both of their speeches short but they're also both good so shout out to frank and caitlin on that intro so what i was asking was what are your thoughts on like how that was how that plays out like having it like two hour dinner with like intermingling in between courses instead of like the kind of standard American traditional like dinner and then mingling, dancing, drinking. Mm. What are your thoughts? I was questioning it at first because we didn't know what like after the salad came out, we're all like, what the fuck? Like, where's the next course? And then, like, I see everyone at the bar and stuff, and I was like, well, we might as well go say hi to, like, our friends and wives and stuff. So, like, we went over and started talking, and, like, everyone else kind of did the same thing and got the flow of it. Then they bring out the main course, and we did the same thing. So, like, then once we figured out what was going on, I think I liked it a lot more. Instead of the first time it happened, I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the prime rib? What's happening here? Why is everyone getting up? Exactly. So, like, once I figured out what was going on, I think I was a fan. So I see I I I'm intrigued I'm intrigued by that idea. It's it kind of like it it feels like it wouldn't break up the party as much because it's like oh sit down and eat for a little bit and then it's like keep party going and then eat a little bit more and then keep partying. I think you and get then, to you know, see a lot more people. Yeah, and yeah, because it's like you just kind of like oh we're just mingling quick in between meals. Some of the older hey, people hi, leave. How's it going? Yeah, yeah. Some of the older people leave like soon after dinner and stuff. So like you get to see everyone and all of that stuff. So I I liked it. I was a fan. What well, I and it, and it allows you lots of uh, dart breaks. <laughs> You can go rip crank hoons. Yeah, crank a dart. 
Um, so what I didn't like was, and I think this was just a venue. It's not a Canadian thing. The venue, um, took everyone's order. Like you didn't pick on a place card. Like you just told them there what you wanted. Oh really? Yeah. And so all the tables went fine except for one table that was holding up the entrances, which in turn was holding up the first course of food. Um, she the what the venue coordinator was saying that one table was taking a long time and we're like well what table number is it and she was about to say it and then wouldn't say it and i was like well can you tell us so we know who to be pissed at and she was like no that's exactly why you can't i can't tell you and i was like well okay if it's someone on the bride's side, I'm not going to say anything. And if it's someone on the groom's side, I'm only going to say something to them if I know them. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to accuse yeah, just gonna go, yeah, like go of to, being an asshole. Like, hey, uh, uh, you're on table 12? Fuck you! But I guess, to her credit, I was the guy pissing in the woods in front of everybody. <laughs> so that's fine. Hey, aren't you the guy who whipped yeah. his dick out in front of half the wedding party? No, oh my god, I did not. She worked for the venue. I did not fucking tell her that. Um... Then, okay. Then while we were waiting, dicking around, Raquel's like, so what do we do when we walk in? And I was like, what do you mean, what do we do? And she was like, oh, like, I haven't heard this song that much. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, well, all you guys Americans, like, love Molly Crew, huh? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, everyone keeps saying that it's, like, such a good song. I'm like, because it is. Uh, well, she's hello? Like, so what do we do? I, she's like, I'm just going to play air guitar. I'm like, yeah, that's what we do. And she was like, well, what else do we do? I was like, well, you need to thrash your head. And she yeah, was like, what do you mean? rock the She's like, fuck this? out. And she was like bobbing her head. And I was like, oh, no. You need to like throw your head back and forth so your hair is like whipping. And I'm like, if your neck doesn't hurt the next day, you didn't you did do it, it hard wrong. enough. Yeah. Um, so she got the whole idea. She's like, well, what do I do with my flowers? Did you show her your music video from from earlier i did not no from your from your previous one, career in music that one will be behind a paywall if you know if you know the name you can look it up for free we'll put it behind a paywall later um secret content yeah to so, be unlocked later <laughs> so she was like what do i do with my flowers and i was like honestly if it were me i would just use it with my air guitar yeah just i don't know what, just okay, wait, wait, wait. Hard. Which hand, which hand would you do for air guitar? Would I made you, her do both. Would you be I up, said, "Hey, would you be up here or would you be strumming?" I'm like, "You need to do it would first. Be, so she did it. Like she did it once. Drums with the flowers. She did it once with the strum hand, and I was like, "Okay, do the neck hand." Then she did it with the neck hand, and I was like, "That looks way better. So do that one." Okay. So she did it with the neck, and it worked out pretty well. Killer, killer move. Everyone enjoyed it. So the MC starts the announcements and I guess it was the stepdad of one of the other bridesmaids. Um, this guy has like the ultimate MC voice, by the way, it was very good. Um, it's got a, this is like Bruce buffer type situation. So that's the only shout out I'm going to give him because you'll find out why in a second. Um, I think I already know why. <laughs> so he started it. The MC's volume was fine. The music, we couldn't even hear it. Ooh, and so everyone's yeah, like, that's... is the music playing? Is that our song? Well, there was a lot of confusion on the songs, too, because the guys were like, hey, this wasn't one of my songs. And the girls, I don't know who was in charge of it. Oh, boy. So there was a lot of confusion going on. So there were two people in front of me. It was, it was Slick Rick, one, and then Dahmer. And I thought I heard their songs, but I wasn't sure. And then we get out there, and I turned to Brian, and I was like, hey, 20 bucks says this guy's going to say my name wrong. And one of the girls is like, That's... what do you mean? 
screen and he that's goes what I was, that's what I was gonna say and uh Redmond Andrani so he goes he's like Raquel I don't remember her last name and he's like Ray Andriani and I took to Brian and Brian's like keeling over laughing um yeah, then Raquel's like wait there it is she's like I don't hear the music I'm like I hear it it's just really quiet and she's like well what do we do now should we not do anything I'm like fuck it just go hard and just like left her in the dust and just started like hammering the air guitar walking to like the table she caught up behind me and i was like i can't like this is like me playing it on my phone for a room of 200 people and then so i'm like whatever i'm gonna bust so guys up. guys shh, shh, shh. Wait, wait you can hear the hold on hold on shh. hey quiet down over there i busted out the finger guns for producer pete oh I'm pretty sure the photographer got some pretty nice pictures of me finger gunning, walking backwards. Yes. Um, we we'll have to check on that later. So, so cocktail hour, cocktail to hour look back, too. to look back for a second. Katie cup came up to me and asked, when are we going to FaceTime PJ again? Oh. And I said, not anytime soon. And she was like, so during dinner and I'm like, Definitely no, not. No, do dinner. not come up to the head table with PJ's <laughs> phone. And I was like, uh, not until after dessert. So after dessert, she I found out she called you and you didn't answer four fucking times in a row. Then the fifth time you did answer. So you again are a saint for that, by the way. Yeah, I'm an all-star. Um and then everyone kept asking why she's FaceTiming PJ, and I had to explain why. Um, uh, they all should have known because I'm famous. And then they... I run, I, I'm one half of this podcast. They started calling Hello. Katie Cup. She was, someone goes, oh, my God, I didn't know your podcast had groupies. And I was like, uh, she's not uh, a groupie. She's just our number one obsessed fan. <laughs> It's not our number one fan. That's DOS. DOS number one. <laughs> the obsession is very wholesome, so we're very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, cu- cu- you were going to say something? I don't know what I was going to say. Cutting a rug machine. Uh, baby Pat Damon. Pat Damon's son. He was cutting a rug. Whoa. Rug. Uh, apparently, he loves Old Town Road and like knows it by heart. And so they played it, and he was singing it and dancing to it. Um First off, was it the Area 51 remix? <laughs> no, it was not that one. <laughs> Mason Ramsey. <laughs> but um, proving once again that that song is for children, based on what I saw at the NBA Summer League and then at this wedding, no one over the age of 10 years old likes that song. Same with Baby Shark. Baby Shark is meant for children. Do, it, do, is from do, a, do. it is from a kid's show. It is for kids. It's not masquerading as for adults. What about the How to Bake a Cake remix with Lil Jon? Oh, God. <laughs> um, so Dom also had a dance for that song where he just pretended to be a jockey riding a horse. I swear to God, it was like he was running the Kentucky Derby. He even did the glasses change mid-song. <laughs> like the goggle change. That's commitment. The... Dude, I love he... that. So little did I know, it was tip of the iceberg. Once went home, Frank's son, can we edit his name out, by the way? Please mark that down. He, Dom took over and literally was a dancing machine all night. 
Frank's son left. Dom took off his tie, unbuttoned his shirt like four buttons, pulled it open like Saturday Night Fever, and just fucking lit the dance floor on fire. The Gobos may not have pulled the fire alarm on Friday night, but Dom definitely lit the dance fire, fi- floor on fire Saturday night. Did did everyone have to evacuate? or No. Then... The bartenders there kept telling everyone to, like, mix in a water. And Dom specifically, he was like, what is up this bartender's ass? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, the guy wouldn't serve me a drink unless I chugged a water in front of him. And I was just like, well, then give me two beers. Um so, I'll see your water and raise you two beers, sir. I, I found out from the wedding coordinator or the venue coordinator that... I don't know if it was a year ago or a month ago or, like, whatever. Um, Sometime in the past. Some douchebag left the wedding hammered, drove home, hit someone, and almost killed the person he hit. And that family sued the shit out of the driver, the venue, like, fucking everyone they they could. So they were on, like, a tight fucking leash with liquor. Was that... uh... Vince Neal or speaking of that. <laughs> um, okay. So speaking of obsessed fans, we have way more people who listen to this podcast than I thought. And everyone kept talking about it, especially like Mike's Canadian friends. Love that. And I was like, I HIVW huge in Canada. I'm like, I met you guys one time and you listen to my podcast. I'm like, I couldn't be more thankful for that. So that is very Canadian nice of them. Especially Corey, who's the one who went back and listened to all the like went back to start at number one. Which the first two episodes, not wow. great. He Corey also might be our number one Canadian fan. Uh, Michael fight him for it because I know Mike, Mike is a strict Monday listener, including the week of his wedding. We'll have to have a battle to the death. So we'll have a smokes eat off. Um, so <laughs> and then a gravy chugging. Corey contest. also said that we should do more interviews, which I've been getting conflicting reports. I think people like when we have a guest on, but I think other people are nervous. They're like, I don't know this person. So it's not funny to me. And we're like, no, it's funny. Even though you don't know them type of thing. Yeah. You need to trust our judgment and guest choice. (laughs) We, everyone, we We have, everyone will, we pick will be entertaining for everyone. We have a few lined up. That's our promise. We have a fighter pilot. We have a, Uh, former real world contestant. We have a craft beer expert. Also allegedly. Yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff in the hopper. So, you know, we're working on it. And they'll all be funny. You know, like, you know, we'll make it we'll make it good. Then before I left the wedding, I found Raquel and made her download the podcast because she told me that she was not given 40 songs the top 40 songs for entrance songs. Well, God damn it. You were. So you just I was weren't like, a listener. I was explaining to it. Guy. I was like, Hey, Fuck. here. Well, first off, I was like, do you listen to podcasts? She's like, no, I'm do like, you give her a sticker. No. I'm like, do you have an iPhone or an Android? She's like iPhone. I was like, all right, give me your, give me your phone. And I'm like, wait, she pulled up Spotify right away. And I was like, wait, oh, do you okay. use Spotify? And she was like, no. And I'm like, why'd you pull it up then? What? 
whatever. I'll just find it on here. So I found it on here, and I was nervous that she if she doesn't listen to podcasts, she's not going to know how to find the podcast section of Spotify. And so I'm like, uh, okay. So I did it and just hit play and then paused it. And I was like, okay, when you open it next time, just hit play. Yes. So we need to find out if she listened. That feels like it's on you. Yeah. Uh, so Mike and Sam had two hotel blocks and they were like, they shared a parking lot with each other. And so they gave them a free room at each hotel. And so they just had an after party in one hotel and then slept in the other nicer room. That's amazing. <laughs> power move by the wedding couple. Absolutely um, power. Oh power my play. God. Okay. I'm glad this is last because it pissed me off so much. Sunday we left, said bye, whatever, oh, dropped yes. the taxes off, drove to the airport. Um, I'm waiting for another rape blowout. We, I get my boarding. It wouldn't let me check in on the app all fucking night. I was trying to check in. Wouldn't let me. What says bullshit airline it. were you flying? United. That doesn't have a fucking app that works. I found out why. So I had to get there. I print off my boarding pass. I go to go through the global entry, like short Canadian security line. And he goes, Oh, you're, uh, you've been selected for extra screening. And I was like, uh, excuse me. And he was like, does your wife want to come? I was like, come where? And he was like, you have to go in that line. And it was like 40 people deep i'm like well i'm not doing that and he was like well i guess you can go to the front of it and i was like well okay that yeah that works that's that's, that's a better choice and he's like do you want your wife to come with you i'm like no let her go in this fucking line because she's here i'm not gonna make her trek all over the fucking airport and so i get there and the guy was like wait why are you cutting everybody and i was like because they set me from over here and he was like we're well, supposed to get in the back of the line i'm like this says i need extra security he was like yes it does i'm like so let's do it and he was like the extra security he sent you to the back of the line. So he had, no, he hands me off to this next guy. So would you, started, how bad of a meltdown would you have? Had I probably would have left. I would have rented a car and just drove home. <laughs> I, dude, I was livid. It was more, I didn't have any coffee yet. I was so fucking tired. You have any coffee. I was going to kill somebody. So I get in line and I was like, the guy's like, do you have any electronics? I'm like, I have an iPad. Duh, bitch. It's like, 2019. He was like, you have to take it out. I'm like, Okay, see, hang on. I don't understand, like, why, why? Why do I need to take my laptop out? I'll get into it. So I take it out. I put it in there. And I was like, do I got to take off my shoes? And he was like, yeah, put them in a basket. Do you tell him you had pre-check? Do I need to take off my belt? And he was like, haven't you done this before? I'm like, dude, I have pre-check. I don't have to do any of this because I'm not a threat. Um, and he was like, oh, we don't have pre-check. This um, is Canada. We don't have So he sends through my shit, and he was like, hey, you have to go, like, when you walk through the scanner, wait in the, um, like, next line over there for them to inspect your shit. So I have to go through the x-ray machine and do the Randy Orton, like Steve Holla told me to do, where you just throw your hands up like Randy Orton does. So I go through there. The guy's not amused. Put your hands directly over your head. So he runs again. Then <clears throat> he has to pat me down because apparently nothing in my pocket set off the sensor. So he had to pat me down for that. Then I go wait in the fucking line for this dunce to go through my fucking shit. And he pulls out the iPad. He's like, you need to take this out of a case. And I was like, Okay, so I take it out and I'm holding it. I'm holding the iPad on top of the case. My case is black. My iPad is fucking white as snow. I'm holding it on top, and he goes, "I told is you." <laughs> he goes, "I told you to take it out of the case," and I just go like this and just hold them up separately. And he was like, "Oh, well, now I need you to turn it on." I was like, "Really?" 
I turn it on, and mind you, my phone is sitting right in front of him. I have to turn on the iPad, but I don't turn on my phone, even though the same fucking thing. So that's that's my that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, okay, like maybe computer, I don't know, whatever. It's like anything bigger than a phone has to come out. It's like, how is this? Like, fucking thing, any different, like the Samsung tablet. Which, by the way... Any different than myself. It's just... It's the exact same. It's just bigger. The new iPhone Maxes are, like, almost the fucking size of my iPad. So they're, like, the same thing. I just don't have this one I in my I just don't get pocket. it. I'm going to have to check with a TSA contact and well, see what the deal is. So Kristen and Detective Milos were talking about me behind me like i couldn't hear them and brian told me later he was like kristen just kept talking about like how pissed you were and like i swear to god i could see your blood boiling (laughs) yeah just absolute meltdown ray well then they gave me um i get through whatever no big deal because i'm not a fucking threat because i know how to fly um then i go through global entry and they take your picture and it like prints out and you're supposed to give it to like the gate agent when you're walking out of customs. So I like print it out and I look at the picture, which I'm trying to pull up for you. And it's supposed to be a clear picture of your face. And this is the picture it printed out. What is in your mouth? My boarding pass. Cause I was still getting my shit together. Cause I was so pissed. They made me take everything out. And so the boarding pass is in my mouth. All, my eyes are closed. All you can see is my nose. Yeah, what, how is that, how is that, and they're, that, they're like, that's fine, this works for us? I walk up to the guy, and he goes, hey, um, do you have anything to declare? And I go, absolutely not. And he goes, all right, have a nice day. <laughs> that's like the, the end of Snatch. Do you have anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to fucking London. Um, shout out to, uh, what's his? Dennis Farina or whatever. Yeah, Dennis Farina. Who got arrested for trying to bring a gun and a carry-on onto a plane. Wait, what do you... What is, this is illegal now? So, that wasn't the end of the story. Then we got on the fucking plane, and it was an hour ride, and this fucking 10-year-old kid goes in the bathroom, and I was right next to the bathroom, in the front of the plane. It was like row eight was where the bathroom was for whatever reason. I don't want to be confused with, like, the back of the cattle car. Um <laughs> He goes not in the bathroom. Not one of those peasants. He was in there for 10 minutes. I, I didn't time him correctly because I was too busy counting the flushes. Six flushes. Ooh, six flusher? And it's not a sensor. No, it's not. It's a button. You have to be very sure about that flush in an airplane. I don't think... I think I could have flushed this entire kid down in five flushes. What do you think he was doing? How many flushes, do you, how many flushes were poop? Uh, you think I it was just like know. one, like one dump out, and you'd be like, "All right, flush, one dump out, and then flush." I think it was Shut- like one shit log per flush. Shout out to Johnny Gobo who shits in thirty seconds because he's a plop plop wipe guy. <laughs> what do you think? You think he was cranking one out in there too? Mile High Club with his <laughs> with himself six times. That was ten minutes. No, that it was like it was like it was like four five poops and then a jerk off. I ten guess. minutes in and out. That's quick. That's how you get arrested, PJ. It's frowned upon. Okay, it's frowned upon talking about a ten-year-old kid doing that. Oh, he was ten. I said it. He was a fucking ten-year-old kid. I wasn't paying attention. I was pulling something up. I was waiting for you to have a meltdown. 
I'm melting now. It says it's 74 degrees in here, but it feels like it's 80. That's all I have to say on Canada. How long have we been recording? An hour and a half. Fucking A, man. Do you want to talk about your fucking dude and this will be a three-parter, or is this going to be a 90-minute two-part episode? I think it's going to be a 90-minute two-parter. Okay, goodbye. Via con Dios, friends.
Look for something left in this world 